You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have another busy week full of planetary transits. We have another transformative week with all of these transits. Jupiter is going retrograde. Venus is going retrograde. Mars is leaving Aquarius and going into Pisces. Mercury is going into Gemini, its home sign. So we have a lot of changeable energy going on here. I mean, the nodes just changed last week. So this is another week where there is major transformation going on for all of us. And just looking at the graph and the planetary vibes that are going on, the beginning of the week is going to feel the weirdest. It is going to feel the most tense. It is going to be a little more emotional with Venus going into retrograde, some other aspects that are going on in the background. And again, Jupiter going into retrograde. So we're going to be, we're going to get quite a bit of intensity, not edgy intensity, but there's definitely a bit of intensity in the air. It's definitely going to cause people to want to like stay to themselves. It is going to cause people to want some alone time. And, you know, that's been coming up a lot over the last month. And this is coming up on the graph with the solitude and just needing time to reflect, needing time to be introspective and to be in your head. There's also a little bit of emotional sensitivity there too. So, you know, there may be moments where you're feeling a little more touchier than usual or sensitive or emotional than usual. There's mental stuff in the air too, because we have a shit ton of Mercury aspects going on through this week here. And so there's going to be a lot of time to think about what it is you need to do for yourself. So that way you can move forward. And at least at the end of the week, there are some brighter energies. We've got some good stuff going on with Jupiter and the sun. So that's going to bring in some jovial energy. Even with Jupiter being in the retrograde, it is going to bring in some much needed enthusiasm and joy and adventure wherever you can adventure. Because again, we are all mostly social distancing depending on where you live. So hopefully you guys are able to actually make the most of that day because it is going to be a lot of fun. And it puts some luck into the air and we really need that at this point. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On Monday, we have Mercury going into Gemini. Get used to the Gemini energy where it's going to be here for a while. Mercury will only be here for about a good two and a half weeks because Mercury is going to go through Gemini pretty quickly. But considering the North Node is in Gemini, Venus will be in Gemini until August due to the retrograde. We have a ton of mutable energy in there. So This is a time to change things up in your life and be more flexible. But with Mercury going into Gemini, this is going to be amazing for communication. Even with some of the other aspects going on in the background in the Gemini energy, Mercury going into its home sign, Mercury can finally relax. Mercury can finally do what it does best. And this is going to help us in terms of our thought processes. This is going to help us in terms of our communication. This is going to help us in terms of socializing. Don't at all be surprised if you got a lot of text messages during this time, um, a lot of DMs during this time, nonstop phone calls and catching up with people because this is all about communication when we're dealing with Gemini energy. When Anytime we're dealing with Mercury energy, we're dealing with communication. But especially in Gemini, it is all about the social aspect of it and just being able to just go back and forth and have banter with other people. You get to have a nice flowy exchange in this energy with Mercury being here. And the communication that comes with it is generally light, depending on what aspects Mercury is making. But the communication is generally light. It's generally fun. It's generally witty. It's generally 
humorous and intellectual, a bit sarcastic, but for the most part, the conversations are at least interesting and stimulating. Another thing with this energy is it is amazing for learning new things and absorbing them quickly. When we were in Mercury in Taurus, it may have taken a little longer to absorb the things, but once you did, you're able to retain them and you don't lose them as quickly as you would with a Mercury in Aries. With Mercury in Gemini, you're able to retain them, but you're also able to get it quickly, really quick and at rapid fire. So with everyone having so much time on their hands, if you're looking to learn a subject, this is the perfect time to do so because you're going to get it quickly, you're going to absorb it quickly, and you'll be able to retain it. There may be a need to juggle, too, when it comes down to that, too. So you could be finding yourself trying to learn several different tasks. You could try, find yourself juggling overall, not just with learning, just overall with anything going on in life, because this is a very flexible sign. This is an ambidextrous sign. And with Gemini energy, it is all about being a jack of all trades and having so many irons in the fire. So a lot of times with this energy, you can find yourself bouncing from one thing to the next. Something you want to be aware of with that, though, too, is the need to be flaky and also just not really absorbing everything you need. In other words, when Gemini energy tends to juggle, it's not learning the full on amount of stuff that you need to learn if you are trying to actually like learn a subject. Sometimes it could be bouncing around from subject to subject and learning a little bit of this and learning a little bit of that. So that's something you want to be aware of. If you focus on one thing, though, you'll be able to master it. Another thing with this energy, speaking of juggling, this is a type of energy that could be a little flaky. So you might be dealing with more flaky types, more so than normal people who don't respond to text messages or people who you're in the middle of having what you think is a good conversation and then all of a sudden they completely drop off or ghost because this could be a bit of a flaky energy because again it is bouncing around bouncing from person to person situation to situation subject to subject so things are going to be a little bit weird in that and you may find yourself doing the same thing so just something to be aware of. Other than that, this is a fun energy, so soak it up. And one of the first aspects it's making will be on the 12th. It's going to be making a trine with Saturn. Mercury and Saturn coming together in this harmonious aspect is amazing for stabilizing whatever it is you need to stabilize. In other words, if there's something that you need to get serious about, if there's something that you need to focus on at this point, this is going to give you the power to do so and the energy to do so. It's going to give you the ability to take responsibility for things that you might have neglected and things that you did didn't really want to take care of or think about or try to get organized with. So this energy is good for that. So at least we're not coming into this too scattered, although there is things going on again in Gemini that may cause some scattered energy, but this should really help mitigate that to some degree. Later on that day, Mars is going into Pisces. So we have another sign changeover with the planets. Mars has been in Aquarius for six weeks now and Mars in Aquarius has been very helpful for us. It has been amazing for taking action in a humanitarian sort of way. But now we have Mars going into a place where it is really relaxed. Mars is about taking action. And when Mars goes into Pisces, you've got the more chill Mars. You've got the Mars that's a little more passive. You got the Mars that wants to take its time. You have the Mars that would rather kind of enjoy an art show or daydream and relax or veg and binge watch television shows and stuff. So this is going to put a tone in the air that's easier. This is going to put a tone in the air that's, again, very chill, super chill, because this is not a combative Mars whatsoever, which is good because we definitely need a break 
Um, and I'm not saying that combative situations can't happen because we have plenty of other aspects to go around that will make that happen. But at the same time, this is good because it allows for us to actually take a little break and start taking care of ourselves. When Mars is in Pisces, you really want to take care of your health the best way you can because immunity-wise, and I'm not going there on a medical sense, but anytime you have something with Mars and Neptune, in a hard aspect generally, there's generally stuff with health that you definitely want to look out for. There's definitely stuff with your immunity you want to look out for. Um, if you stay healthy and you take care of that, you should be perfectly fine. But when it comes down to Mars and Pisces, it's just something to be aware of. You also want to be aware of the escapism that comes with this transit itself and with this placement. Because this can get overindulgent, especially if you're not wanting to confront things and you're not wanting to take action on things. You can kind of evade and get to this point where you're wanting to escape through food, alcohol, drugs, things like that. Or it could be escapism in any form other than those things. But that is definitely another thing to be aware of. Other than that, this is great for creativity. If you need to get something going creative-wise, if you have some projects that you want to take care of that happen to do with art or beauty or anything like that, this is an amazing transit for that. I mean, again, a lot of us have time on our hands, so this would be a time to get crafty and get in touch with our artsy fartsy side this is an this is an amazing transit for learning music too i mean when you have the pisces energy it allows for you to take action by tapping into those talents that you know some people have some people can go to that place when it comes to music some people can go to that place when it comes to art so take advantage of this energy and use your imagination to create something beautiful so on the 12th, around 11.35 Pacific time, if you're on the East Coast, this would be the 13th for you guys. But Venus is going retrograde those days. So I would basically say Venus is going retrograde on the 13th. Venus has been in shadow since April 10th. So think back to what was going on with you with regards to relationships, with regards to money and finance, because those are generally the main themes with Venus retrograde. And it's relationships, mostly romantic relationships, but friendships do count. Relationships with family will definitely count with this since we're dealing with Gemini energy and it will definitely get to that. But think back to those times and this last like bunch of weeks and almost basically a month ago, what was going on with you and what's been occurring week by week, day by day since until we've gotten to this point. Because now that it's retrograde, we are going to be going back over these steps with retrogrades. You're retracing your steps. You're going back over those degrees that we went over with the planet itself, which around that time, Venus went shadow at five degrees of Gemini. So you should start seeing themes from around that time since the 9th that'll be popping up during this retrograde with your relationships, your career, your money, and things like that. When Venus is going retrograde in Gemini, though, it has specific things that we have to look at. With Gemini, it is going to be working on our communication skills for sure because Gemini is all about communication and it rules communication. We need to work on our thought processes and, in other words, recalibrating our inner dialogue when when it comes down to mindset stuff, a lot of the times, sometimes a lot of us have toxic inner dialogue and negative self-talk. So this is going to be your time to repair that with yourself. Another theme you can see is if you've been having issues with siblings specifically, because Gemini does rule siblings, you could be seeing issues with that if you need to patch things up with siblings, um, any other close immediate family, more so aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, cousins, 
things like that, there is definitely going to be something that may need to be patched up in that area with this Gemini energy because it does rule that sort of immediate family. Immediate family in the sense of siblings and the other ones I was mentioning, uncles and aunts and cousins and things like that, but not so much parents. So relationships like that may need to be worked on. There's definitely going to be a need to work on friendships as well with this energy because this is a very social energy. This is a friend or oriented sign. So you definitely are going to be seeing some things pop up with that if there has been issues within friendships, any cracks or holes within those types of relationships. Also with relationships, obviously with romantic relationships, a lot of themes are going to come up with this. You could be hearing back from exes. I mean, especially with us dealing with the communication sign and dealing with Mercury, you could be getting text messages, you could be getting DMs, you could be finding out stuff over the internet on other social media platforms when it comes down to exes because Gemini does rule the internet itself. So there could be a lot of stuff over the internet that you're finding out things about exes or just weird stuff that you end up finding out. And with the reputation of gossip in terms of this sign, there can definitely be some old gossip that comes up as well here. So it is something to definitely look out for in this energy. I have a blog post on my website all about the Venus retrograde, all about Venus retrograde in Gemini or any Venus retrograde. Also, it gives you the next two months of the transits because Venus will be retrograde until the 25th of June. So we have a lot of stuff to cover over these next bunch of months that I'm not going to be able to fit into this whole entire video. So that blog post will be helpful. There will also be a video going up about Venus retrograde overall. When Venus is in retrograde, what you can expect and all the themes in detail that'll be going up through this week. So that link will be in the description as soon as that video does go up. So hopefully you guys can navigate through this Venus retrograde the best way you can and use it to empower yourself and to fix the areas of your life that aren't all dolled up and pretty. That next day, Jupiter is going retrograde. Jupiter going retrograde is definitely one of those retrogrades where it is still intense. It's a little bit, it's, the edge of it is not as harsh as some of the other ones, but it's definitely a retrograde where you have to do the work on yourself, especially when it comes to beliefs, especially when it comes to boundaries, and especially when it comes down to whatever it is that you're trying to create for yourself, any dreams or goals and aspirations you have out there. This is going to be your time to come, to take a step back and refine it. Jupiter has been in shadow since February 18th, so think about what it is you've been trying to fix in terms of boundaries with others, in terms of any goals and aspirations that you have for yourself, anything that's far-reaching, anything to do with higher education, anything to do with breaking risky behavior, any plans to move cross-country, anything to do with travel overall, which is the ironic and weird thing considering a lot of the stuff that's going on with travel right now, there's going to be a huge review with that, not just more so on a personal level, but for the collective itself. So this is going to be one of those retrogrades where you're having to go back on most of those steps and work through these things for the next four months. Jupiter will go direct on September 12th. So we've got some time on our hands in terms of reviewing these things. This is another retrograde where I have made a separate video for 
a while ago. This is all about Jupiter retrogrades and what you can expect overall. Anytime Jupiter goes retrograde, the link will be in the description and that will give you even more details about Jupiter retrogrades. There's also a blog post on my website about Jupiter retrogrades if you'd prefer to read it instead of watching the video, but the links will be down in the description and I will also add them to the comments section as well. That same day, the sun is going to be making a trine with Pluto. This is a highly transformative transit, which gives you the strength and the power to fix circumstances around you. This is not one of those Pluto transits that's power struggling, although if there is anything with power struggles, this is the type of transit where people generally get karma back for that. So if anyone's trying to dominate you, that generally blows up in their face. But this is amazing for forward movement, forward movement in terms of whatever you were trying to take charge of in your life, forward movement in terms of of breaking old behavioral patterns and purging out what's no longer necessary in your life so you can move forward. So this gets you out of being stagnant and stuck in your situations. And it's amazing for uncovering things that you need to uncover, uncovering things that you might have been perplexed about, uncovering things that you haven't been able to figure out for several months. And now all of a sudden you're getting the aha moment from this and you're able to actually piece everything together the way you need to. So this is amazing energy. So soak it up. On the 15th and 16th, we've got a lot of Mercury aspects. We've got Mercury making some minor aspects. Mercury is going to be making some semi-sextiles. Mercury is going to make a regular sextile. Mercury is going to sesquiquadrate Pluto and Jupiter. So we've got a lot of mercurial stuff going on. There is some Mars stuff mixed in there as well, but mostly Mercury. The 15th, Mercury is going to semi-sextile Uranus. So with this, there can be unexpected communication from people you haven't heard from in a long time. There can also be a lot of nervous energy and erratic thoughts and feeling scattered. So that's something to be aware of with this energy. Mercury is also going to sextile Chiron that day. So if you are having anything unexpected going on, this is good for diffusing anything that might have been weird. Or this could be a situation where you're finally getting confirmation from someone and it causes this big sigh of relief. Because with Chiron, a lot of the times we're dealing with healing stuff. All, all the time we're dealing with healing stuff. And with this, this is one of those things where it can bring in a healing message from someone. And again, a confirmation that gives you a big sigh of relief about something that you might have been worried about. Mars is going to semi-sextile Saturn that same day. So there is going to be a theme of taking responsibility and being responsible for your actions. If there is something that you've been waiting on, but you just can't wait, try to wait and really try to be patient as much as you can. I really don't like to tell people to be patient but this is one of those things where if you're not patient when it comes down to Saturn, it can blow up in your face. And Mars and Saturn, when they get together in aspects that aren't the best, there can definitely be a tug of war when it comes down to what you want now and what you need to wait for. So it's just something to be aware of with that energy. The 16th, Mercury is going to sesquiquadrate Pluto and Jupiter. Now, when this happens, it can blow things out of proportion in terms of communication. So that's something you really want to be aware of, especially with all the other planetary stuff that's going on. You want to be aware of the way you're communicating with others because this can come off like you're over-dominating a conversation. This can come off like you're being too cocky. This can come off like, you know... You could be dealing with people who are over-exaggerating or people may th be thinking you're over-exaggerating about something. So that can cause some miscommunication when it comes down to this. So it's something to be aware of with these. You could also be seeing polarizing types in communication or dealing with those types. And 
This is another thing too with this. You may not always get all the details in the situation. So before you react, make sure you have all the facts of a situation. And if that comes down to something important you have to do, just take a step back until you know all the details before you proceed. And at least on the 17th, the sun is going to trine Jupiter. Thankfully, this is an amazing aspect. Oh my God, this aspect is one of those aspects that is so needed after a week of just a bit of craziness and a lot of transformative vibes going on. This is the type of aspect where you can let your hair down and have a good time. Your, your luck will definitely be off the charts with this energy, depending on how this is aspecting in your chart. This is a very easy energy, but it's amazing for attracting opportunities. It's amazing for advancing financially, and it is amazing for just going out and having a good time, which again, I know that's the hardest thing possible. So try to get creative. We are dealing with Jupiter energy, so you can tap into that creativity and make it happen for yourself. But for the most part, this is a fun energy. So soak it up because Hopefully, it'll take the edge off of some of the other things that are going on, so that way you can just let loose and forget about certain things that have been going on through the week and just enjoy yourself overall. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.